Hello, gorgeous people of the internet. Welcome to this, the pitching tent. We are here once again for another month. It is uh, actually quite a beautiful day outside today. I wish we had windows in the tent. Joining yeah. me today is, as always, my wonderful friend, co-host, and business partner Morgan. How are you doing? Hello. That was the correct order in which to list those as well. Friendship yes. trumps everything. Reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a business relationship first and foremost, I see. <laughs> when I we're in the it. tent, it is. Okay, yeah, sure. yeah. We, we, we put everything behind us when we're in the tent. It's a, it's mm. a neutral ground. It's, a I, think, I think of it like the opposite of Shark Tank, right? Outside the Shark Tank, they are ruthless Wonderful. Like, competitors. Uh, <laughs> but inside the Shark Tank, the sharks are, you know, friendly with each other. There's a bit of friendly competition, but they're not actually ruthless. Whereas outside the tent, we're the best of mates. Inside the tent, it is ruthless business but not against each other we are just uh ruthless in our pursuit of business if that makes any sense whatsoever yeah well i think we tend to agree but we are ruthless in uh yeah we we we're trying to be the best and achieve the mm -hmm. best and uh you know that 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 takes a certain level of you know ruthlessness and coldness mm -hmm. absolutely uh yeah. it's why we took the Which heating out of the tent <laughs> to, to make it <laughs> yeah to really, to really create that, uh, some would say toxic environment. We say productive, mm -hmm. productive toxins. That's what I call it. <laughs> productive toxins. That is that yeah. your pitch for this week? <laughs> if only. <laughs> it's it's for corporate businesses. It's like it's like the subway smell that you pump oh, into them, but it, it, it makes it pr makes people more productive. You know how like some colors like do different things. Yeah, in the yeah. It's a smell just speed. That we've it's developed. just aerosolized speed. <laughs> We should we should save that one for future pitches. That that we'll send a note to R and D and we'll get them to work yeah, on yeah. it. Cut that bit out of the podcast because we'll use it in the future. <laughs> now um, we are in the tent, so obviously uh, correct mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong. That means we have a pitch for this. We do week. have a pitch today. Um, you you were lamenting though, Dom. You did have a, a great idea that you've had to we've had to shelve and uh, go oh, with I, another one. I did have what I thought was the perfect pitch, and I'll be honest, when I, coming into it, like. I thought this might not even be a good pitch for the show because it might be like, I don't know if they ever do this on Shark Tank, but I imagine there's like an episode of Shark Tank where someone just comes in with the perfect product and they're just like, you know, they, they say their piece, it's 30 seconds. And then the sharks are all like, yeah, we're in a yeah. million bucks. You can't make a show out of that, right? No, it, and it doesn't, it, it, it won't go to air. It's not good it content. won't go to air. Oh, we've never seen it, you know? So it's a bit worried that it might be that. I might just bring in an idea and you just be like, yeah, perfect, solid gold, 10 out of 10, no notes, and just that we wouldn't have a show, right? Because I genuinely do think this is spectacular. And it's, it's just so simple, right? I want a horizontal toaster. Yeah. Normal toaster, vertical, right? Uppy, downy. Great for doing plain bread. Not so good for like... Cheese on toast, pop tarts, any of that kind of where you got something on one side of the bread that you want to stick there. Yeah. And like traditionally in Australia, the way that we would make cheese on toast is under the grill, right? Um, I think Americans call it a broiler. Anyway, <laughs> little drawer under the oven, pull out a little tray. There's a heating element on top. Toast goes in. Problem with that is that by the time you flipped it, the bottom gets cold, right? Pain in the ass. So I thought you could do a toaster that was just a toaster on its side. You could have a little heating element at the top, little heating element at the bottom. Turns out 
in a country <laughs> called the United States of America, they have a thing called a toaster oven, yep. which I knew about. I've never used. I kind of just thought it was a little oven. Apparently, they do this. They have a heating element on the top and the bottom, and it's quite like what I was imagining the horizontal toaster to be. I, I genuinely do think horizontal toaster is a terrific idea because, you know, you could have the pop action still and it would just pop it straight out onto a plate. Like, yeah, that would well, be tremendous. I was, I, immediately, I was like, well, yeah, you need to make sure you get that pop right because you don't want it popping across. Like, when it's up, it can it just comes back down. And like, precise you don't want it calibration to, you don't want of the it to springs. pop it across the room, you know. that That's one way to ruin your grilled cheese. No, but, you know, or potentially, like, you know how... Like in school, like you have those kids with the lighters, but they'd tweak the lighter so it'd have like a massive big flame on it. Yeah. I feel like that was might have been you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, I imagine people doing that to the horizontal toaster and just, just firing. toast at people. <laughs> from across the room. <laughs> but, you know, wars. it could be great for pizza because I'm thinking like, you know, heat rises and you have to calibrate the bottom element and the top element. But then like you could calibrate it so that the top element gives you like a long, slow melt and the bottom element yeah. is rapid fires to crisp up the base. So, all so it does. Sort of so it does toast. It does pizza. It's almost like a, a, a toast oven, a, a toaster oven, if you will. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I think I might just go and buy a toaster oven now because they seem really great. <laughs> Yeah, they're definitely not like as prevalent here, and I definitely feel like maybe they were like a, like a nineties thing. Like they were all like, all maybe. in the nineties. I don't know. I don't know. I've never had one. I don't think I've ever, like, I I, I don't think I've ever seen one in like real life. Yeah, I, to, I definitely. To me, they're a thing that like American kitchens have, and we don't really have over here. Yeah, we we I'm sort sure of exist. Fine. We we make do between a microwave, mm-hmm. uh, a, a to- like a toasty machine. And and the oven, like those. So are the, I think the this is the Trinity. thing that maybe Americans don't have. Like we both have the sandwich press, Jaffa Lion though, spectacular invention. Not sure it's made it over there yet. <laughs> one day, maybe one day it'll make it to America. <laughs> maybe. Anyway, so I'm not doing horizontal toaster no. today. So you had to you had to go into the back room of the tent. There's like a little box, and it says uh, it's a it says pitch breaking break glass in case of emergency. So we had to go to that. No, I've, I've used that. I need to come up with a new <laughs> one. <laughs> we went there and there was it was already broken and there was like a little note from Dom. It said IOU and he hadn't replaced it yet. So. <laughs> but luckily that's on him. No, no, because he, here's the thing, right? Despite my best efforts on this show, the world continues to make things smart, right? I, I've, uh, I've been looking online. Did you know... They make a smart bin now. It's not quite as clever as the Oscar, but it's getting there. They've got bins with fingerprint technology, so you know who's throwing stuff out. Even we couldn't have come up with that. For, the, so I for, think listener, for new listeners, Oscar, I think it's one of our first pitches. As we it's pitched. like a very early episode. We, we yeah. pitched the smart bin, so it's, 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 it's all the new ones. They sent. We did it first. And I'll be honest, that pitch, I think, was very much like an allegory for why you shouldn't go down that road right like you know we, we basically did a episode of black mirror there yeah it was it was all it was like you know how like data is a big thing at the moment we were we were getting people's bin data yeah we, we it was were skimming a, it was bin a cautionary data. tale <laughs> like you know what i mean as as a lot of our products are cautionary tales anyway i've been i went looking around the house in despair about 10 minutes before we started recording, being like, what am I going to do? What what in the world still needs innovation? 
and I got thinking about smart objects again. We just got one of those smart vacuum cleaners, the little robot oh, that like runs a around Roomba. the house. Yep, yep. Yep. I actually well, saw I, an ad for – for it's like that technology the other day, but it mows your lawn. It's like a smart mower. That's genius. Oh, and terrifying. Yeah, like how <laughs> many how many dogs is that going to kill? <laughs> I don't want a robot running around with like – like when you pitch a kill – like that's actually a battle bot. Yeah, that is a like, – ba- it looked like, like a battle bot, like a Robot Wars vibes for sure. It's like – it's ridiculous. I don't want that actually. <laughs> I don't mind mowing the lawn as much anymore. It's like if it's like that. if it's like oh you you do you want to guard like yeah it's like oh is your lawn always shit do you need a guard dog here's two in one it mow your lawn and chase people off your property. <laughs> <laughs> but everything's smart these days, except for I think one notable exception. We're going back to receptacle town. I'll preface that. But I think it's time for somebody to bring out a smart washing basket. Because every other basket. chore yep. has been smartified, right? Every other thing that you can do is clever in some way. But washing your clothes, still a very manual process. So are you thinking like, it is so a smart basket in your mind, would that be like, it's a washing basket, you put dirty clothes there, and then it will, like you, that's as far as we're involved in the process, it will then somehow wash, like it takes the clothes to the washing machine and it washes them for you. I'm picturing, yeah. So it's it's a laundry hamper. Yep. Right? You put it in the corner of your room, throw your, your dirty laundry into it and it will sort it. You know, delicates, whites, socks, all of that nonsense. And then at, at a, a pre-selected schedule or using artificial intelligence or when you push a button on it, one of those options, it will take your... I don't want to cut out the washing machine company, yeah, right? They're nah. doing great work. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it takes it to your washing machine. Okay. Like a Roomba. Okay. Waddles along your house. We It would come with like googly eyes included yeah. so you don't have to buy them yourself as every Roomba should. They don't. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that was my next question was like, is this like, is it like a Roomba vibe or is it like a, a, a like installed in the house? Like, you know, like some of those houses that have the vacuum things like the in the vacuum. walls. Don't like that. And then like, so what it's does just that a do? tube. All that does is it takes it to another hamper. Yeah. And you still got to sort it. You still got to put it into the washing machine. I think this could just end to end do the entire washing experience, yeah. right? Like you would... You would throw all of your dirty clothes into it. Yep. And then at the end of the week, it would it would trot back up to your room and you would have clean clothes. Yeah. So let's just go through the washing process here. Sure. Um, you have your dirty clothes. You put them in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fine. It, yep. it, at a certain point, maybe there's like a limit or like a time, depending on how, how busy you are during the week. If it fills up, yeah. it's like early wash. But we could build, I think we could build that vacuum sealing technology into it to compress the clothes yep. to make more space. Okay. Yep. That's good. And that kind of mm-hmm. gets into a later. Uh, so then it's a theoretic. It takes it to the washing machine. Yep. It, it sync. It communicates with the washing machine. They talk to each other. They're, they're both smart, obviously. Uh, well, I mean, it could be, or it could just... It could have an arm. Yeah. It just opens the door potentially. So it, but it, I, I mean, I like the idea of we integrate with other washing machines, yeah. you know. So it, it puts uh, the washing in. So mm-hmm. next, so this is where it gets so... So I'm imagining... Does it have uh, its own inbuilt dryer? Does it, does it use the dryer also? Or does it hang washing outside? Or are they all three options that we have? 
So I'm imagining it has a universal flinging mechanism. Okay. Right? The, a a, a uh, UFM, uh, if you will. Yes, a UFM. Patented <laughs> <laughs> UFM. Um, that would, using computer vision, identify the the aperture yep. in the hole of the in the in the door of the uh, washing machine. Yeah, yeah. This may only work for front loaders. Potentially, although potentially maybe maybe a top loader could work if you got the trajectory right and yep. you went like up and then down. But maybe V one just works with front loaders. Yep. Anyway, the the UFM <laughs> flings the washing into the machine. Yeah. Right. Maybe three articles at a time. I feel like that's a good number. Yeah. And then the little arm comes out and shuts the door. Yeah. Dials all the buttons on the washing yeah. machine. You, you've obviously go. told like we've we've set up the basket so it knows settings preferred and everything like that. So it knows what you, you what size. Well, I mean, it knows what the clothes are. That's right? true. This is what makes it clever. It, so it, it knows can the tell best ones. To these use. are the delicates we want to put this on a, a, yep. a hand wash or something. You know, it knows better than we do. Okay. Potentially, there's like a little maybe the arm has a finger on it and the finger's a tube. Yeah. And it can like squirt the dishwashing. Well, the, not dishwashing. <laughs> the, the washing <laughs> no, the dishwashing liquid <laughs> into the into the little drawer. And then it lets set it, it go. going. Yeah, all good, right? And so I think then yes, at 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 the end, the the UFM will. Hmm. It's the getting it out of the washing machine that's difficult, isn't it? Well, does the one, I think this is where like the washing machine may need to be smart and and spit it and it uses and its it, own uh, UFM to, to, to spit it back out. Great. UFM enabled washing machine. This is good. We can get a kickback from that. So the washing machine will This is a journey. So, I'm loving it. How is your dryer configured? Uh, we, we've recently moved to a small uh, apartment. So our, our dryer is, it's a front loader, but it is stacked on top of our washing machine. This is also the configuration of my washer and dryer. And I think there's probably a quite a common one. So I think if you get the angles right, <laughs> it does all the calculations and it's like the Pythagoras and everything. It's like, yep. It'll fling out of the washing machine. It'll be timed just perfectly for the UFM on the washing basket to catch and then release, and and just in one fell swoop, this wet ball of clothes <laughs> comes out of the washing machine, yeah, okay. into the hamper, up and into the dryer. Oh, it's like teamwork. I really like just like yeah. boom, boom, done. Yep. Right? Okay. Yep. <laughs> and then you're all good, baby. So uh, ele- the button does it. Electricity bills are a problem. Is there an is there an outdoor drying option? I assume like it can take it outside. It's the thing, yes. Of it, course. If it's in there, does it have? Does it then like does it dr- is it sort them all and then it like springs its own like drying thing out? and It's already hanging. Like its own drying thing's not a bad idea. My thinking is the base model, right? Perhaps it comes with its own clothes horse type arrangement. Yep. yep. And the UFM is precise enough to just fling items onto it yeah. right like it can it can do that like just precisely like whoosh, whoosh, just 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 like delicately look we're not, we're not promising it's going to get it every time but like but like 80 percent, yeah <laughs> 75 <laughs> definitely yeah you may uh, there might be like a couple of socks that miss but you're fine the bigger items will be fine anyway they uh <laughs> i feel like the pro model has 
big off-road tires on it. <laughs> It could go and yep, hang it yep. on the uh, on the on the uh, clothesline. Well, th- this is also something hoist. I was thinking as well, like the off road and stuff. Like some people, they like live in smaller apartments. Exactly. They they have you to use they have to use a a, a, um, a washing. What are they called? Like a washing like the businesses. Uh, oh, like a like a laundromat. Like a laundromat. So yes. you would need a maybe a, a more a more beefy, a oh, maybe like a more an, sick, urban, an one. urban one that can like take it. It it does it for you. It goes down to the laundromat. It it it's a bit more secure. It it. <laughs> even think about that. You could rent them from the laundromat. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the laundromat. Yeah, has its own proprietary ones. If you want to, you just have a, a fully automated laundromat. Yeah. No, and, and stuff's just flinging all over the place. Yeah, like one like on one side you got washers, and the other side you got dryers. And then when yeah. it's done, it the door opens on the washer. The door opens, and they just shoot it across into the dryer. Oh be great you wouldn't even need the middleman yeah. you could just ufm it straight into the other into the dryer and like yeah say like yeah if the you could have them higher up and then like the the washing baskets can like park underneath and they can just drop it in and drop it out it's like a, it's like all automated i love it a and smart a smart done, laundromat a, a small dramat oh a laundress smart a laundress smart We'll work on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> naming, I haven't been uh, inspired yet, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But I think, right, like you get to the point where you've got a, a bunch of different options, but at the end of the day, from the from the consumer's perspective, all you're doing is just, yeah, my, my what I put my washing into the hamper. A few days later, it comes back clean. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I think, and I think it needs the arms. Maybe, maybe the arms yeah. are a, a crucial part to interact with the outside world. I think maybe, it, maybe it does like hang stuff on the washing if it's particularly delicate, and the UFM isn't quite precise enough. Yeah. Um, how does so for me design wise? What do you think? Because like, let's go through. So when I think of like laundry basket, I think of obviously mm-hmm. like the basket vibe, which is like a bit. It's like small. It's like a pretty wide, shallow. Or people have like laundry hampers where they put like one of the, they usually like kind of fold and squash down and you can fold it and they fill up and they're a bit taller and narrower, like a cylinder. Um, None of these really, I feel like you were looking definitely more towards like a bin vibe, right? Like a bit more like heart, like. So I introduced it as a, as a laundry basket, but I think, I think, I think it is more of a hamper vibe. Yeah. Right. I picture it being, you know, maybe waist height. Plus whatever wheel option you have, mm-hmm. um, and then it would live not in the laundry but in your bedroom. Yeah, right. So that it was convenient for you to just fling, using your own universal <laughs> flinging mechanisms, the human arm, into the basket's top, uh, where it would sort it. It had multiple compartments inside, but you never see that, right? You just yeah. see the opening, the mouth. Um, and so because of that. I picture it as, yeah, maybe it's just this like boring white plastic bin, but we would sell um, covers for it so that you could make it match the decor. Oh of your yeah, room. you get like decals, or you can get like cool pop art, or like, like panels yeah. and things yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like so like yeah, you'd have like maybe like a wicker sleeve that you could put over it. Yeah, if you wanted a wicker basket type vibe, that's cool. Like, I like that. Yeah, or like fabric, or yeah, wood, something like that. Yeah, you could, you could definitely make it fit in with your room for an additional small fee. Yeah. 
That I like that. Yeah, definitely. It want you want it to match, but if it's just like you have the base and then you have like a slip on like face plates or like something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah, and maybe magnets. Magnets are involved. Yep. As long as they don't mess with the internal. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, true. I, I imagine the technology. UFM is very driven by magnets oh, somehow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I imagine it's it's very important. And magnets, you know, they're, they're bad for technology sometimes. They just fuck they it are. up. Mm, that's true. They are just bad for technology. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I, the design that's speaking to me, definitely, yeah, more of a hamper, more of like a solid built mm-hmm. thing instead of like kind of some of the flimsy stuff people use for their laundry. Um. Is this is this an everyday thing? Is this a spe- like what who, who like I guess I don't know. Not I feel like smart is still kind of an exclusive thing, but smart's becoming like even normal people have smart stuff in their homes. But this definitely seems like to be a bit more of the uh, uh, higher up. Like not everyone's gonna have this. I feel this is similar to the Roomba when the Roomba first came out. Yep. Then you it was a luxury, you know, it was yeah. very much a luxury item. You know. Um, only the, uh, the highest echelons of the society had the, like the queen had a Roomba, but nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The good old, I wonder what happened to that one that woman was doing now. Did it get set free? Did it like when she died, she was like, all right, you can, you can go live your life now. Who knows? <laughs> just a Roomba <laughs> just skirting around London, the queen's Roomba. I guess the royals probably have people to do their laundry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the queen's room, but oh, you mean right? the maid? <laughs> you've got, you've got this. You have at the top echelons of society. You have the help, but then under that, you have the Roomba. <laughs> and anyway, the Roomba has been slowly coming down in price, becoming more affordable. There are, you know, slims down versions of it. Everyone's getting a Roomba these days, right? You know, it's a little luxury though. Now it's no longer a, a, an extravagance. It's just like, you know, oh yeah, I could spend some money to make my life a little bit easier, right? So I think this is the same thing. Like starting off only like, you know, McMansion types and Instagram influencers have the smart washing basket hamper, whatever we call it. But then eventually over time, um, yeah, it'll come down in price and, and people will become more used to the idea. I think there's also another thing. Like, yeah. I think another aversion to the Roomba initially was just like, oh, who needs that? That's just, you know, how hard is it really to vacuum? It turns out, no, the Roomba's useful. People like it. It saves you some time. Why wouldn't yeah. you want something that saves you some time? Should we, we capital- so much. Should we capitalize on the Roomba name and this can be the Washba? The Washba. <laughs> hmm. And then, because also no. Bart is like the short of the start of basket as well. Like, Oh, yeah, the Washba. We might get sued. <laughs> That's the only problem. And I want to be the one doing the suing when the clones yeah, come out. Yeah, 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 fair. Um, yeah, I am struggling with a name for this, but I'll keep doing some re- research, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, Lawn, Lawn... I just need... Mm, I'm, I'm coming... I'm, I'm, I'm approaching a name. Okay, good. I just... Yeah, I don't have anything yet, but I'm, I'm coming up with something. So, I guess what other... What other um, Marketing could we do for this then is probably a good thing to do before we arrive at a name. 
I think uh, we do like I think we definitely do like online stunts and like TikToks where it's like we just get we just like it, we get them to like approach people in the <gasps> street and be like and like do you want anything to and it's like first person to bring me something to wash and then they have to come and they run to their apartment and they bring something to wash and then they can go and wash it, dude. Yeah, trick shots, laundry <laughs> basket trick shots. We'll do a collaboration with Dude Perfect. Just like, exactly, <laughs> just like oh my god, who can who can do it better, Dude Perfect or the Universal Flinging Mechanism? <laughs> um, just just while we have a moment, uh, smile, Dom. It's be real time. Oh wait. Oh no. no, where's my phone? Gosh, <laughs> leave this in, Morgan. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what was our be real? Clone calls. Uh, that was that the like last month. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was all about. It was uh, too real, or for real. One of them. Too real. Too furious. <laughs> um, yeah. So that this is just a this is this is just a natural moment in the tent. We're just having <laughs> we're having fun. Yeah. See, this is behind the scenes fun that you don't often get. <laughs> and that's just what happens with technology. Like, be real. You know, it it, it, it interrupts the. It's a circuit breaker. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> Back on track. God, in six months when Be Real just tanks, <laughs> this is going to be so funny to listen back to. Yeah, I, I already think it's hilarious. Um, especially, I feel like you've dropped off Be Real, so you're you're actually posting. I've never. It, well, it always goes off at like midnight. <laughs> understand? It's not helpful. All right. So trick shots, dude, perfect. That's a good one. Definitely, mm-hmm. I like that. I like the idea of like a, a television ad that shows like, I was thinking like a split screen and it shows like someone going about their day and then the thing going about and doing the washing during the day as well. Oh, like that's not bad. And it's kind of like, yeah, it's... It could be like a TV commercial yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the idea that it's like, yeah, like you're out doing stuff and they're at home working. Like, and it's kind of like that vibe of like, yeah, work person who works and the person who stay at home, but now we have the smart thing staying at home. And then the more smart products you have, you can do the same format for the ad for as we keep going. And then it's like you have a whole smart home. You never have to come home. <laughs> <laughs> Your house just goes on without you. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I like it. Yeah. But I do think, yeah, like internet stunts, um, some, yeah, like stuff like TikTok's vibe. Like, yeah, just it's out and about. Because it reminds me, I don't know if you've seen um, them, but I've seen a couple of TikToks about them. There's like there's universities in America. Some of them have like the food delivery robots that like drive around and they have like smiley faces and stuff. I th- and like people yes. like film yeah, TikToks yeah. of them and like them just driving around having a good time. Could play like a nice song when it shows up to yeah. deliver your freshly washed yeah. laundry. That'd be, yeah. Like we can, you can pick music. Wouldn't it? Maybe if we instead, like we also like similar to that vibe, you know, they have at universities. We pick like areas where we roll it out. So you just see them like cruising around like uni campuses and stuff where people like maybe are living there, but they don't have access to what or like the washing services are like part of the amenities. So then you just partner with the university. Every student gets one. Um, it does the washing for, and it's like free marketing. It gets, of, and it gets the buzz. It gets the people talking. You could put ads on the side of them. Yeah. We can also sell ad space on them if yeah. they're roaming about as well. Which Especially is for the ones, of, which is yeah, going revenue. down out in public, going down to laundromats and stuff. Yeah, um, I'm sure. Like I don't know, laundry detergent would love to fucking. It's, it seems in line with them, but anything can really advertise on them. It's like yeah, advertise space. It's free space right there. Hmm. I'm approaching a name. Yep. 
So I think I want a bit of help with it. We had the smart bin and we landed on what I think might be the best name we've ever come up with. Do you remember what it stood for? Oscillating. Um, it was, I, I looked it up before. Um, Cause yeah, it was, it was, it, the, it's like Oscar the Grouch, but it's also, it stood for something like it was yes. multi-layered. It was great. <laughs> it was the oscillating sorting and cataloging automated receptacle. That's right. Yep. Now we don't have the tie in with a Muppet this time. <laughs> There aren't any famous laundry Muppets as far as I'm aware. In fact, I can't think of anyone who famously does laundry. That's that's definitely something we can look into for marketing. We can create a laundry Muppet. We but can. right now, I've got Larry. Oh, I like Larry. The laundry assistant receptacle. Really, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't quite have the last two letters. Larry, the laundry assistant receptacle... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm even thinking like it, it doesn't have to be RY it could just be I after but like Intel or in innovation because with an I it's it's Larry Larry that second R Larry laundry what, so what have you got laundry assistant receptacle I'm happy with okay laundry I, I'm or thinking, laundry assistant robot receptacle yeah, that gets us that's out two R's. R's I like that laundry assistant robot receptacle yay <laughs> um why? There aren't that many words that start with why. <laughs> no, there really aren't. I am, for the audience, I'm Googling wide. Oh, y- here we go. Laundry, no. la- <laughs> laundry, laundry uh, assistant robot receptacle. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! <laughs> you were going for that. <laughs> sold. 100% sold. Uh, laundry assistant robot receptacle. Yummy. Oh, Yellow, yesterday, Yemen, none of these work. I feel like why like you you want something like like jargony, like business out of it. None why words really aren't Yams. Like that that vibe, are they? Like um No, they really aren't. Yeasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just uh Yacht. There's a lot of uh, listeners. If you if you can tweet out a Y word, <laughs> it's just Y no longer looks like a letter. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm just seeing the rest of them. Uh, young yokes, Yokohama. <laughs> Yucky. <laughs> I don't even know what some of these are. I tell you what. Uh, I tell you what is a cheat way out of this. Um, oh. Yeah. Y is the Roman numeral for 150. So it's just. Uh, la- laundry <laughs> assistant robot receptacle 150. I was just gonna say, yeah, it's like the Y model, like model like, Y perfect, or something. Yeah, yeah it's model like Y. <laughs> yeah, but like maybe it's like 150 watts. <laughs> Somehow, I like that. That's good because I'm I'm stuck on. I want to say Randy. It's not Randy. It's Larry. <laughs> uh, Larry. 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 <laughs> Wait, what would Randy be? No, it needs the L for laundry, <laughs> <Yeah>. surely. <laughs> No, I don't know where I got Randy from. Randy is the uh, like, random, I don't know, something. What about Lars? Lars, laundry 
Laundry assistant robot. Sorted. Yeah, I like that. I I think Lars is simpler. Yeah, the laundry assistant receptacle and sorter, perhaps. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Laundry assistant receptacle and sorter, Lars. Lars. Um, It was also, it is kind of reminding me, and I think this is maybe like with some of the arms and some of the stuff they do, kind of the vibe we're going for. Have you seen Interstellar? Mm. It's reminding me of like Tars and stuff, like the robots. Oh, yeah. Like they, they had a cool design, but they had like little arms that kind of folded out and did stuff, and they were like okay, kind of versatile. So I think if we if we approach our, our R and D department, like we're thinking this, but in like a laundry basket form, and then we make them watch the entire two and a half hours of Interstellar <laughs> <laughs> for like the maybe like the five minutes of robots that are on screen. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's Lars also very thick and solid. Yeah. Whereas I think, I think Lars or yeah, is, I like that. Quite... I think I think we should do like a little uh, internet vlog series as well um, about data. It's called Life on Lars. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a reference <laughs> to life on Mars. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm, I am I am still trying to think of of like famous characters that did laundry, and I can only think of um, Fiona from. Um, I can't even remember the the show. <laughs> I don't um, know what you're talking about. Uh, what's it? Shameless. Um, who bought a laundromat. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I can't think of Fiona Gallagher, but I, I can't make <laughs> it work. doesn't have an L in it. doesn't work. No, I think... Well, yeah. Uh, I'm happy with Lars. I like Lars. Laundry characters. I don't know. I feel like... Because it's a bit... It's still kind of like... It's kind of takes you back to that, like, the men should be at work. The women should be at home doing the laundry vibe. Like, I feel like maybe we don't want to associate with that as much. It's definitely sure. like stereotype no, that, that's fair. vibes. We have... And then they have... It's kind of... We don't want to lean into that too much. I do... It does give me a daytime television, like, kind of vibe with like those like infomercials sort of thing. So we can maybe get some like, I don't know, is like, oh, yeah. f- who are like famous infomercial people? Like the, the fucking squeegee guy or whatever. Or the, yeah. Or that jazz that maybe yeah. that's more like the path we want to take with this one. Mm-hmm. There's a dude that does the, the flex tape. Yeah. I think, yeah. And they just put some watches like, oh, let it go. Look at it. And then they just talk over. Look while at Lars go. Yeah. Look at Lars go. There's so many avenues to to go with this right like there's so many different places and so many different marketing opportunities because there's so many different market segments that i think would get great use out of this right like can you imagine like if you break into the hotel like market like oh my goodness one in every room yeah think of all the people that they wouldn't have to pay to do room service anymore. but not even that like you could just pay them to do different things that's what they always say dom that's what they say. And that's <laughs> Sorry, I forget sometimes that this is a hyper-capitalist show. That's a- we could just scrap <laughs> those jobs. That's the thing with technology. Everyone always says, like, yeah, we'll just give them new jobs. That's not how it works. Although it did, that's how Actually, it worked in Charlie and the-, the Chocolate Factory. It's like, oh, his dad got laid off uh, for fixing because the machine did it. And then he got a job to fix the machine that replaced him. Yeah. So they well, won't, these might need mechanics. I like to think that we are doing late-stage capitalism on this show <coughs> in order to get to the point where nobody has to work and live in a socialist utopia. That's the goal. Mm, yeah, the robots will do everything. Mm-hmm. There's a sweet spot. There's a sweet There's a sweet spot of utopia in there before the robots gain sentience and rise up, and that's where we want to be living. We want to live in that sweet spot and die before it ends. Come live in the sweet spot with us. It's like, it's like climate change, but with the economy. <laughs> yeah. Let's live in the sweet spot. <laughs> um, I did have something I want to say, but I, f- I forgot what. I- oh, that's another thing. I think we can definitely, like, uh, as part of marketing, we can definitely do like, like, 
don't know, somewhere like Lars Racing. Like racing Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And maybe you could do it. You could have them not just racing like distance, but you could make them do the laundry, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it's like yeah. A, it's like them racing distance-wise and to do the laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think as well, like to show how sturdy it is, maybe we put a Lars in with like a famous battle bot. And it yes. like and like it's obviously not going to win. It's not designed for that, but it's going to it's going to survive for quite a long time. Like I'll it tell shows you what, though, if one of those spicy Roombas gets in the uh, the universal flinging mechanism. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> get flung right out of the battle box. Yeah, so I think that's I think there's a lot of like for like just you know gorilla like these kind of like moments, these ideas where it's like this is crazy, and so I, I'm invested in like Lars's journey. <laughs> I'd love to see how people modify Lars. Yeah. He's got so many great attachments with the arm, the flinger, the googly eyes. Yeah, I can't wait to wonder how I'm walking down the street and I get mugged by a Lars. <laughs> by a rogue Lars. <laughs> and he just gobbles your wallop up in his, yeah. in his gullet. And he just takes top. it back to the person who it. I wouldn't even be mad. I'm like, I'm so proud. You've come so far. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's good. <laughs> what does what Lars stand for again? Uh, the laundry assistant robot and sorter or something. Yeah. The la- laundry assistant re- re- receptacle sort something. Yeah. It does the, stand the, for the, something. The laundry, yeah, I think it was laundry assistant re- receptacle and sorting. Uh, but yeah. now I, I just can't wait for the laundry assistant robbery and sorting. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. We'll open source the firmware to make it easy. <laughs> I've looked it up. There is a Muppet connection. Yeah? Who's it's our Muppet? Tenuous. Who's Who's our Muppet? Lars is the chauffeur, bodyguard, and personal trainer to Miss Piggy in the 1989 special Miss Piggy's Hollywood. Oh, so it's not even... It's a, I'm pretty sure Lars is a dude. He is a dude. It's yeah, not no, even a Muppet. A, he's just a person. <laughs> <laughs> but Miss Piggy has the hots for him. I'm just going to... I was going to look up a I'm list on the, of Muppet. I'm on the Muppet Wiki and I quote, Lars has no dialogue and spends the bulk of the special smiling handsomely at the camera. <laughs> <sighs> I very much want to watch God. this now. <laughs> what are we could be Rizzo? Bunsen? I don't know. There's definitely uh, a lot of a lot of Muppets that we could use if we wanted. Yeah, but nobody who does laundry. I feel like Statler and Waldorf, like, it's kind of like, oh, this is a bit rich. This is kind of us, like, Statler and Waldorf vibes. Are they the, the, the theatre-going Muppets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Like, they... I didn't, know, I didn't know their names. Like, they would own a Roomba, like, back when it was, like, pretty, pretty rich. Would they own a Roomba? Yeah. I reckon. You reckon? I reckon I, well, would they have people? I think they'd have people. Yeah, maybe. I just feel like Stadler and Waldorf are like they're like they have people, but they 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 like the idea of the Roomba. That's fair. Yeah, so they would they would fire They'd the people. Fire the people. <laughs> <laughs> Roomba. I think I think the Lars is a good idea. I think there's lots of guerrilla marketing that we can do for it. Are you Statler or Waldorf in this in this uh, in our duo? Which one's which? I don't know. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know that there's much difference between them. I think they both have the same shtick. Yeah, no, no, no. But like, there's the the the, <laughs> the grumpy one and the grumpy one. I don't know which one do you think you are. Oh, not a clue. Not a clue. 
I just like I just like I just think it was it just was nice Statler and Waldorf Morgan and Dom. I feel like there might have been a correlation there, but I think I think we're pretty uh, not grumpy people. I feel like I'd like to be Statler, but I'm probably a Waldorf. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea which. Right in, audience. Are you a Statler or a Waldorf? <laughs> it would make for a great Halloween costume, though. Oh, it would. It really would. We'll keep that in the back pocket because Halloween is uh, it's, it's, is it today? Is it Monday? It's too soon. We've missed it. Seconds away. <laughs> We've missed Time it. Stamp for this, it. Year. this came out shortly, or this was recorded shortly before Halloween, and it, it comes out the week, to it. the week after Halloween. <laughs> ah, nice, good. It's it's timely. These are always timely. They're not like these are always might. timely. Yeah, we never. We always say we should bank them. We never do. No. And it was good because we filmed the, we recorded the Be Real episode when Be Real was popping off. So that oh, could you imagine? Could you imagine if we had like. <laughs> had these backed up and we'd made a great episode about like how cool Twitter was and then Elon Musk bought it. <laughs> like we would just have to scrap it. We would. Um back on Lars. Back to Sorry, yes, to, yeah. Know. We are we are trying to pitch a Um Internet connected, there's an app I assume, all the Certainly, all the yeah, regular definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I think probably even subscription tiers, um, that sort of thing. Definitely, you would be able to schedule when you want it to do the washing. Um, yeah. Both in order to, like, you know, minimize the disruption to your life, but also the tie in with, like, mm. if you've got, like, off peak electricity and stuff like that. I also think, like, it's probably going to know. So, like, maybe it can, like, link to your, like, shopping orders. And it's like, we're low on detergent. I'm going to put in an order for detergent. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think, I think it probably also knows the weather too so it can yeah. know like oh i'm not going to wash that because i need to hang that outside and it's going to be raining yeah. so i think it'll it'll time that perfectly yeah it'll only connect to one weather service though so hopefully it's a good one <laughs> is correct <laughs> it doesn't source from multiple that's fine i'll just talk to the not bomb we're not allowed to call it the bomb anymore yeah, uh, I don't know what happened there. That was a whole thing. I think we're allowed to call it the bomb. Yeah, I think I think they came out and were like, "We fucked that up. Our rebrand." Um, yeah, it was a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Niche Australian government department talk here on Beach and Tent. <laughs> um, is there any? Fun, I don't know. I think we're in a good. Are we in a good place with Lars? I think Lars I think we've covered everything. I, we I feel like Lars like, like has really come to life over the course of the last forty minutes. We've got the we've got the product. It's flawless. You know, there's some work to be done on actually manufacturing, designing, figuring out how the universal flinging mechanism could work. But I I am fully confident that with enough money and engineers thrown at the problem, we can we can solve that. We've we've got the marketing. We've got the name. That's crucial. I. I got a I got an excellent marketing stunt. Oh. I've okay. got I've got can you just picture this? All right, we gotta yeah, yeah. we have to talk to NASA, but we we send the next time they send something to Mars, we send a Lars oh, and then we just get a Lars. picture and it's our marketing. It's just imagine a picture, it's just like Lars on this big red planet. It just says Lars on Mars. It'd be iconic. Yeah. And maybe we can do like a brand, like a thing with Mars bar. <laughs> you get like, if you like what buy, if, if you, what if there's the like a one in five Mars bar, you win a Lars. But they send the Lars. Okay. <laughs> the television commercial that goes along with this, right, is the Lars goes to Mars. I like the idea of like, maybe like, a, it's like a documentary yeah. style and it's like filming like all the astronauts getting ready and he's like alongside with them, like oh, a member yeah, of yeah. the crew. <laughs> 
Anyway, Lars gets to Mars and he's using his little arm to pick up all of the Mars rocks. Yeah. Right? And they're like jagged and dirty and all of that. But they're using the, the Lars to... It's like a rock cleaner. You know how some people have those like... And by the time it gets to Earth, they're like polished marbles. <laughs> <laughs> and, everyone, and there's like a massive crowd of people that are like, yeah, Lars on Mars. <laughs> it... it yeah, I think that that stud's like the the big one. That's the big one. We, oh, you? I reckon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we actually do it. Yeah. <laughs> we I send mean, I, yeah. So I sorry. I was a bit. I was a bit all over the place because I'm like, we're definitely sending one to Mars, and then I was just thinking we could do a TV commercial where we make it seem like he comes back in there. But no, we actually go to Mars, get some Mars rocks, bring them back, polish them on the trip. <laughs> it comes out and the Mars just flings marbles at Mars marbles yeah. at people as it comes off the spaceship. <laughs> I also think we just sell it to like NASA Perfect. as like, take it with you. He can do all the astronauts laundry on the way. Like, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's, I think you'd end up selling like a Lars XL and a Lars Mini yeah. and all of that for people. Think of how like much families. Like, uh, like people like, um, you know, Bezos and stuff would pay for the Lars that was on Mars. Like you can, but it's like the one you bring oh, it back. It's like the this, Mars Lars. The, yeah, the, the Mars Lars. It's full of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we've ended in a great place. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this week. It's a if it's a shame like it's a shame we couldn't do the toaster, but we got a Lars. <laughs> I'm so much happy with the Lars. Look, the toaster. I think I'm just gonna buy a toaster oven. It's like eighty percent of the way there. Lars, I'm now sad that I have to do laundry. Once again, <laughs> we've we've come up with a product, and I've I've left the podcast feeling actually angry that it doesn't yet exist yet. So if you would like to make that happen. Send us an email. We're willing to negotiate. NASA, you know? if you're listening. Just, just, yeah. Like, all it will take is several tens of millions of dollars of development. But then, then you can have your very own Lars. The Laundry Assistant Receptacle and Sorter. I should probably write that down for future reference. The, the Laundry Assist... Oh, shit. Assistant, if, receptacle, and sorting. Why don't you just make a voice memo to remember it? If only, if only there was a way to just record your voice saying it. <laughs> probably because I'm probably not going to edit this today, but I might go and actually do the design for the art after this. So it's, <laughs> okay. if I have it written down, I have to come back and listen to it again. <laughs> I've got the key things. I've written the, yeah, what it means. I've written Lars on Mars. Tips with Morgan. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you have to, you have to pay attention when you're editing. But I can, I can just watch TV and do all the design. <laughs> I do like how this show has segments, even though it doesn't have segments. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> thank if you'd you like to join us. Send us an email. Check us a like on Instagram. Let's make the Lars happen. Uh, thank yep. you so much for joining us in the tent. Thank we'll you. We'll go away and design the Lars. <laughs> we'll be back we'll next, next time. time. Is the Lars on Mars? <laughs> <laughs> This has been a Spocky Trap Radio production. 
For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.